This episode of Leverage Radio is sponsored by Mike Morell's instructional series called Triangle Territory. It's available only on the tiger.io. Use promo code leverage for 45% off on this product. Get it now while the offer lasts. And uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Today, my guest is Tarun, the beast in action, Yadav. Tarun is a vastly experienced competitor, uh, winning multiple championships and medals uh, in his jiu-jitsu journey. He's a purple belt, purple belt under Siddharth Singh. And he's competing at this year's Leverage and is an odds-on favorite to win the whole damn show. Tarun, thank you so much for doing this, man. How are you? Thank you, Thank you so much for that great introduction. I'm not used to being at at that side of of the intro where like I'm being given so much of attention usually. Thank you so much. That's no, like man, really kind you, of. You have a hell of a highlight reel on your Instagram page. Like, if anyone is listening to this, please go check it out. Like, uh, you're gonna see. Well, that, that that is like my that is my team. Like the there's like one person, Anvesha, who did the whole reel for me, and. Yes. And then another team, this is Kamikaze production. And like these two people have been the reason for making me look much better than I, I actually am. <laughs> the credit goes to these people who made me look much better than I actually am. So No, but like winning always looks good, man. Uh, so yeah. no matter how you look at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how's it going with you? How's uh, life been in the lockdown? Oh, well, lockdown, if you ask me, well, a lot more relaxing compared like most of us are used to being uh, tired and injured most of the time like for us we, we don't we never really got a chance to ever since the jiu-jitsu journey or martial arts journey started for most of us that that pain-free life like w- was left left behind so i think because of the lockdown the first po- the maybe the only positive thing was enough rest to the body to the body otherwise like there's either the shoulder messed up or the pinky t- twisted or like the neck cranking so like that, that was like the first, very first thing that like okay, this feels unusual. Like the, the, <laughs> this the body is almost the body is almost itching to do like a yeah. front roll or a backflip or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how did you yeah. bide your time during the lockdown? What did you do? Oh well, first of all, I mean, I, I in the beginning of the lockdown, I was like super focused. Okay, the, this is the lockdown starting. <laughs> I'll not try to be lazy. I'll try, I'll try to. Do these many push-ups every single day, these many squats every single day. And like after, after the first week, it all went out the window. Yeah. <laughs> the diet was like diet was not that bad, but because I was at home. So but like there's no the quality was good, but the quantity just just <laughs> went up the roof. So I'm <laughs> I'm right now not sure if I'll be able to go back to my my previous weight class of minus sixty-two kilos. <laughs> so that that looks so yeah, that's what happens as fighters get older. Like that's basically the reason they move up uh, yeah. <laughs> in weight category. So now you're going to dominate the 66 kilos, it seems. Well, I hope so. No, <laughs> I'll try. It's, it's happening. Um, but yeah. just before the lockdown, you organized ADCC India as well, right? Yeah. yeah. How, how was that experience for you? Um, because you 
you won the last edition of it uh, yeah I'm so like the last edition yeah so the last edition was the uh, adcc india open so that had like people from multiple other countries coming in like we had people from tajikistan we had singapore we had i think japan maybe i'm not sure but like we had few people from different countries also coming in and like right. that was the first adcc edition and like all the all the thanks for that goes to like one person siddharth singh like um, because i am his student also i have a personal bias Absolutely. but i have seen like how hard he had worked like 3 years before that to get in touch with the officials of adcc to get those guys here and when the first tournament started like because i was working with him so we were involved not just in the competitive aspect of the thing because the whole cross train team was competing right. we were like busy trying to get sponsors trying to make sure the event goes well goes smoothly because like that was the very first time like a submission grappling tournament was happening in india like, and getting that, adcc at that to, scale yeah at that scale yeah at that scale so yeah that was uh, we had a few hiccups in the beginning but i think like thanks to coach set and rest of the crew that worked the event like was pretty successful for us and like from 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 my side as a competitor like i was probably in the worst shape i could possibly <laughs> be like because we were organizing the event like the last night at 12 am we're out there we're setting up the mats without any sleep the team comes in late that's supposed to like take care of logistics that comes in late we are taking care of the mats the whole team is out there all those who are supposed to compete what people usually ask is get a good night sleep before you go to compete that's have like right. enough time to rest like a fuck all that no, <laughs> let's no, get, the get the get the get the event put together and then go let's show the them how it's done yeah yeah so like we we i don't i don't think like any of us had any sort of sleep before the event and like i got a chance so we had the how adcc happened was the first one is the beginners matches you have a lot of people who are competing in the beginners you have yeah. those matches first then you go on to have the intermediate matches and then the advanced ones right. so the as soon as the thing started we were either taking care of logistics or either taking care of cornering so we were just like running around left and left right and center yeah that's like myself and that both of us were like just running around taking care of the team by the time we went to intermediate that's when like coach it came in okay okay like leave all of Now them stop management yeah yeah right, <laughs> like right. you guys need to take a break Yeah, right. so like just before like the advanced or like our weight classes were supposed to start, I got like what twenty-five minutes of power nap <laughs> in in last forty-eight hours, and then and then go on to probably compete against people that like probably one of my highest uh, level of competition because like at that time I was still a blue, and I think there were two purple belts in the weight class. There were like a few guys from Warrior School as well, and then I had. zero sleep zero coordination at that time and uh, uh, like before the tournament there was another asian open that happened and i messed up my elbow pretty bad in the tournament and Is that i was why like you wearing I'm the elbow sleeve yeah. in the video yeah, yeah. right right yes so like my elbow was messed up the shoulder was gone and i was like why, why am i like why, why don't i just give the guy like a walk over <laughs> like <laughs> rather than like getting so that's why like, you uh, so so that's why you like match perfectly with kamakazi productions shout out to kamakazi yeah, productions yeah. that exactly. uh, sometimes when you have nothing to lose you end up yeah. like performing the best performing right performing the best yeah yeah and then like i think the only motivation i had at that time like 
when I went into the matches was I think Coach Sid, because like I had seen how hard he worked to get the event going, and yeah. then he couldn't give enough time to the team to work. So in the beginning, the initial matches that some of us guys had, they were losing the matches that they were not supposed to lose. Then that got his morale down, and yeah. I was like, this is like the last few matches. I don't care like how it goes with me. My thing was like, if even if I win like at least one match, he'll start to feel better and he'll start to feel worth it. That someone that he cares about or some of the people from his team also they also did well. So by the end of it, I was like, I have no clue what's gonna happen to my arms and legs by the end of it. But I was like, if I perform well, at least by the end of the match, like that person right there who's also cornering me and like who introduced me to this whole thing, at least I that person would not be feeling. Yeah, he won't be feeling as shitty as he was with the whole organizing thing, and then the whole team uh, right. not being able to perform. So yeah. the only thing that mattered at that time for me was okay, like if I do well, I have to do well just for that person. Like that guy has put in countless hours of sleepless nights and days to get the event going, and like I wanted to like bring. Some sort of happiness to the whole team, because like they were also going down um, in the mental and emotional position. Because like we did not see a lot of guys doing well, which we were hoping for. Right. And so like I was like, wanted to give like a positive end to the whole thing. So that's why like let's fuck it, let's see how it goes. So the that was the happiest part of the whole thing. That after I won, like coach said was like satisfied, at least for a bit. Yeah, they captured that on the video. It's quite nice, man. It's yeah. a really good moment between uh, student and coach, um, oh, where yeah. you go straight Definitely. to him uh, before yeah. anything and anybody else. So, oh, yeah. I mean, what yeah. more could uh, a coach ask for in their student uh, apart from what yeah. you just said? So, and also credit where credit is due, man. Uh, at this year's ADCC, you guys, um, the whole team, did a fantastic job of putting that together, uh, yeah. showing. Thank you. Showing the country, showing the people who do this sport uh, that it is possible, um, and like the main thing was, you guys brought a lot of jujitsu together. It had oh, yeah. never been done in that format. It had never been yeah. done at that scale with that much uh, behind the marketing machine. Everything from day one yeah. was, uh, you know, I, I think that was one of the main purposes of doing it. Right? Was yeah, let's yeah. let's bring jujitsu in India jiu-jitsu, together. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah, and like the the whole credit for that like goes to like again Coach Sid and the Reignite team, uh, which was also taken care of by Anu Talwar. She's also a CrossTrain member, nice. and like she and Coach Sid they worked together and then got the Reignite Fitness Fest and ADCC together. And like the best thing for all of us was like because like this time I was not competing anymore. I had the plans of competing, but when compared to last time when we saw like the the amount of work <laughs> the amount of lifting i'll have to do outside the mats <laughs> then even even coach was like okay maybe this time <laughs> let you let's just focus, focus on the on, work yeah yeah so that's why and then that was also a completely different ball game for all of us and how, how fun so, was that day man was wasn't fun at all <laughs> Well, maybe not for you, but like that was some uh, like for anybody who's a fan of the sport in the country, anyone who supports yeah. it. I think yeah. that was uh, a lot, uh, like a big fun, like a carnival atmosphere yeah. almost. Yeah. So that was great. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. kudos. I mean, like, like going going up to the event. There were like few days when we felt like, why are we even doing this? 
like why why instead of just training why are we missing our training and why, why are we like not in the gym and training and going on to get do meetings with sponsors and go to talk to someone else when we could just go back and train tell me and then it, travel tell me <laughs> you, you you might be feeling that right now yeah uh, like that's how our life has become at the moment where it's yeah. I I was saying it to somebody. Um, it's it's almost although feels like working at a startup where you know these companies yeah. like Google and shit, they have projects and in the middle of like your workday you go to the gym or you go yeah. for a swim or yeah. you go play tennis. We go drill. We go have a role, do some yoga, <laughs> yeah. come back, take a sh- you know shower, and then back to your yeah. laptops for like yeah. okay, kisko call karna. Kisko call karna. Yeah. yeah. So, then, yeah then you yeah. plan something. Else. then you plan something else beforehand and then you leave for a while two hours and you come back and it's all messed up again and suddenly <laughs> it's 8:00 uh, o'clock in the evening you're like shit man i've been here since fucking 7 in the morning yeah. so uh, yeah, yeah. let me go home yeah. but, um, but, ha- but in the end yeah. like it it's 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 like uh, it's like worth it like when when you'll be the when the final fight gets done for the leverage event as soon as the final fight gets done you you'll get to see how that hard work pays off like even we had that feeling that why are we doing this how is it going but like when the event ended and when like most of you guys like we talked to most of you guys and rest of the competitors the positive feedback that we had from most most of the people who competed like that made us feel like we did something good so like same thing for will happen for you also like when you'll be done with the whole thing the, all that hard work that will definitely pay off i surely hope so i hope so man i am definitely going to be going on a long vacation after this thing is done <laughs> um but uh, how's life been for you since the gym opened up again you guys recently started training um, again so yeah how yeah. are you feeling um much better much better and the body started to ache again so i mean that feels <laughs> normal or not normal i'm not sure <laughs> the body feels the pain again so right. that that's like maybe a good thing right now and apart from that we had um we shifted to a new location for cross train headquarters so that is like a much bigger facility right. so as soon as we opened as soon as the lockdown was lifted that went on to become our like main focus because the location was slightly different we had to get people to come back in people right. are like obviously a lot more reluctant to start the classes again of course, of for course. safety and all so that that took a like a major chunk of our time but like one thing is like the ball has started to like roll again so slowly and steadily we are having a lot of people coming in the footfall is increasing uh, yeah. but yeah we don't have almost all the guys that were training but yeah. we have on the positive side we have a lot of new guys joining in i think sure, the sure. whole notion in media of to get the immunity better and immunity better again and again i think people are like trying to get trying to start training physical also like Uh, Plus, I think to... I keep saying it like <laughs> this: what we do, jujitsu, striking, yeah. MMA, all this. It's like playing a video yeah. game, right? So, exactly. uh, and people are now like every morning you get to see, or every Sunday morning rather, you're seeing somebody getting choked out or the other. Like this morning, we yeah. saw yeah. Glover Teixeira yeah. choke out Thiago oh, yeah. Santos. Yeah, that um, like like old man, <laughs> who can call amazing, that guy? so that kind of stuff if you're seeing regularly for 6 months with yeah. no outlet every sunday since april um yeah. sure new guys will always keep coming in and that's kind of the oh, yeah. role that some of us older guys have now is just keep going new people will keep yeah. coming in younger guys hungrier yeah. guys this all yeah. that whole psychology and tier system of jiu jitsu yeah. it keeps just yeah. 
giving itself. I remember when I was like first day or first week in and yeah. I was like, fuck man, I'm the lowest, like worst, oh. fucking <laughs> shittiest guy here. And yeah. it's been like years now and I'm like, abhi bhi yaar, wahi uske aas hi <laughs> Because uh, yeah, basically. Um, but how was your introduction to martial arts? Like, what drove you here? How did you get started? Well, uh, I mean, if I tell that in, like in, in a sentence, then like I saw a movie, and then that 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 started it all. Um, and you saw I, John, I saw John Wick, and you're like, "Fuck it, this is what I'm doing." <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I, I saw I saw never back down. Like more back back in the day. I yeah. saw that movie first and like that is how I, the whole journey started like it wasn't like I was bullied as a, I, I don't have like a hard story with me and then I was like I was like uh, like mugged by robbers on the way I don't have like a hardcore story with me right now uh, <laughs> what, like, what are you oh. referring to or uh, if I may ask no, no, nothing like like usually like people when they're had, doing. Yo, uh, that's legitimately Arun Sharma's story, dude. Um, really? Yeah, I asked him like the exact same question, and he said like he um, went to somebody's house and he saw them get like stabbed with a knife oh, in front of him. He was twelve years old, and oh, like then he started oh, doing knife defense and then transitioned yeah, to jujitsu. Yeah. Um, so okay. it actually like it has literally happened to somebody I've spoken to. So I'm just I thought uh, this was a reference oh, to that. But like, I, I, I haven't I haven't heard that podcast yet. I've heard the, your other podcast, but I haven't heard that one. Check but it out. It's, like, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, Trust me. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it like afterwards. But like you have heard like the all all the legends that they have a great story behind it. Um, maybe maybe if I'm able to do like really well, uh, we'll we'll try to delete this podcast and then I'll, I'll try. To- <laughs> No, no, we'll get you back, man. Uh, there'll be tons of time to get you back, but yeah. maybe by then like your story changes. Oh, actually, yeah. I remember yeah. now what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, um, I was finishing off my uh, my schooling, and myself and couple of my friends, um, we started like they saw the movie with me, and they were like, let's try to find out if we can have something like this to do while we're searching for our colleges. So like mm-hmm. after right after the school we had like three months totally free to waste. So we were like let let's try to find something or let's try to find a place like that. And luckily he found cross train. Like I did not like I did not even search for it properly. He mm-hmm. found cross train. Like, he gave me the address and everything. So like one day he went. That date was closed. And next time then the day I went it was open. Mm-hmm. And interestingly I only had like five hundred bucks in my pocket. Uh, at that time, so I traveled from Gurgaon to Delhi. So when was this? This was, I think, 2014, probably. Oh, nice. Middle of 2014, I think. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, I went there for a class, and uh, I was supposed to pay for like travel. So, like, apart from my travel and everything, like, I had the just the exact amount for the trial class. Right. And like, I had no idea if there's an emergency on my way back. <laughs> what will have, you do? <laughs> what will I do? But right. but like so I reached there like five minutes late and they already started doing the warm up, and the I just saw the warm up for like ten seconds and I was like, I'm not going back just like sitting out and watching all of this. I'm gonna get a taste of this right now. Right. And 
and that's how it started like and lucky for me like my first session was with siddharth with coach sid so and i just got destroyed like i i was i was i was as like, one uh, does yeah as like as all of us get destroyed totally in the first first class and like i wasn't like a, a super unhealthy i was like pretty active like I, was, i used to play like basketball with the team i used to like do athletics with them so right, i right. thought i won't be able to like dominate anyone yeah but, but i was I'll like be fit and strong yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought I'll, i'll last for a while but like i trained with him and after getting destroyed like that and totally exhausted you just either you get out of it all the way or you're oh, all you in you dive in head first um yeah, in- yeah. interestingly enough my first class probably was at cross train itself uh, again oh, the the ignu road band yeah that's the, right the, that's the right road. and uh, i puked in my first class oh. <laughs> <laughs> so after like after i um uh, i don't the know that and- no no not even that man like yeah i think it was just the warm ups and i was like for, you know trying really hard in the warm ups and for some reason 10 minutes yeah. went by 15 minutes went by i was like fuck i'm dead i'm dead what am i going to do just went and threw up outside that window used to open if you remember uh, yeah, 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 yeah. so right out of that i was like fuck this is embarrassing oh, yeah. so i went back again learned a few sweeps um yeah. and i was like dude this is some cool shit like people were oh, yeah. able to get me off them i was sitting in mount i would get upad yeah. or i would get swept somehow i was yeah. like try again and then again i would get swept and again and again yeah. and uh, i was like there's some fucking magic to this there's some tricks going on i don't understand what's going on um so i was like okay cool let me try it out and let me try it yeah yeah and since then and, and the rest is history <laughs> the life change basically yeah like that that was like our path to enlightenment after that yeah man um what does it like for you initially though like so you started training and then um when yeah. did you figure out what this game is and like how to be uh, yeah. good at it like when uh, did you stop just getting dominated um so how like for me i think i had the uh, very lucky phase in the beginning because when i started doing this uh when i started training that this was the only thing i was doing because like a three month period i got decent marks in my boards and after that i was able to get a college easily so like i was sorted like i knew like when i have to go to college afterwards i have two two and a half months before that and i started training and then right after i started training in the beginning my focus was okay i have to get a good college and then like this is just for some time this was fun so i got a few good colleges down south also and i started training and then in like maybe like couple of weeks the focus shifted from okay, this college. is what i'm doing <laughs> college i'll take a look around it is incidental <laughs> yeah so, so so i should like look for colleges again and thankfully because of because i had like good academic score i was able to get a college nearby so like like the whole thing shifted to like what people usually tell you not to do that okay like get a good college get everything sorted first and then the hobby is come in second I, mm. i went on to costin first and then started to look for like colleges nearby to it right, <laughs> to like right, right, make right. sure i keep doing my training here so i i did like two and a half months of training regularly mm-hmm. and then i went to my college and then i would like travel 40 kilometers 45 kilometers on the weekends 
to do like a weekend class and then go back again back and forth and then i think i, I think you guys might also know like mickey um, yeah, yeah. yeah i think he he had also like uh, you might have trained with him also before like uh, he had competed at the previous editions right. of leverage i remember i remember yeah. so so like i was training with him one day mm-hmm. and then i think it was just me and him in the last class mm-hmm. and like coach was sitting on the side and then we were just we were rolling and going at it like i am as big as i am i'm i'm not like 6.4 mickey is mickey for those of you who don't know him he is a fairly decent sized human being i would say yeah yeah That's so like, i was that. going at toe to toe yeah <laughs> so i was going with him and like uh, for the first time i was not getting destroyed totally so like otherwise like he would be like, he had prior experience before in training so like i was not getting destroyed in that session and that was like okay i have i'm going with someone who's much bigger than me and of course it was like we have a fight right now <laughs> like mm. the whole place was empty it was just me and him training right. and then like, that was i think the first day when i started to feel that okay i i am like not great at it but at least i'm not getting destroyed by someone who's much bigger than me right and, so it's, like, it's working was, for what it was supposed to work for right right Right. Nice, I'm, nice. I'm much smaller than the person. I'm not that strong as compared to him. But right. even then, I'm able to keep myself safe. Right. And then right. that other time, I was like, okay. I've that just kind of here. reinforced everything yeah. that you had been told so far that wasn't applying yeah. and working. Yeah. But now yeah. in this one role or this yeah. sequence, yeah, yeah. didn't work. And then I think that was the first time I felt that okay, I am, I can like do average or above average in this. So like that was the first time I felt like when you get like a positive feedback like that that you're able to stay safe and comfortable when someone's trying to beat you up For sure. and you're able to stay safe at that time that was when like you start to also build confidence after that then otherwise you just feel tired that you're going to get beat up but then when you see that you're able to hold your own that's when you start to feel okay I'm able to uh, stay comfortable in here and protect myself and try my yeah. offense and only then i was going to say and only then be offensive like uh, yeah, if yeah. if if it's not if you're not even managing to maintain neutrality um yeah it's hard to go on the offensive right oh, yeah. um and so any other challenges during your jiu jitsu journey and and how did you overcome that like anything you view uh, as a challenge oh well um injuries maybe <laughs> like in the that is like, like one one common theme for all of us like the number of injuries they used to having but um i mean i don't think like there are a lot of challenges for me like for me the only thing was there is one quote by marcelo garcia who i considered to be the greatest uh, grappler right like we have gordon ryan now who who will probably beat everyone but like like marcelo is like my for me he's like my favorite like my go to guy sure. Like he he had this this quote that I might like uh, it goes something like that um, I might not be better at jiu-jitsu compared to you but I love it more than you right so like for me like getting better compared to someone else wasn't that uh, big Important. of a concern for me yeah. I just I just loved training and right. I think maybe that was the reason for me to get slightly better because like I just loved the training yeah. I think it doesn't matter I was getting beat up by someone or not um the only thing was that I just loved that training and, and like in the beginning I was doing a lot of striking as well but after some time like my whole like 
for me that was that wasn't so much of fun <laughs> like getting punched in the face and <laughs> <laughs> well, keep my face <laughs> like the, the concussions and then hard sparring like maybe not Maybe yeah. not. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm going to stick to the ground game. Yeah. You guys can go do the MMA yeah. stuff. Exactly. Uh, that's cool. So you know, that's, that's something guys struggle with. Like, uh, And in general, it may not be uh, just striking related. It just could be anything. Is trying to do too much. Like, instead of yeah. just like focusing on uh, something and, you know, being good at that craft. Like people always want to jump from, you know, Oh, I just want to get to the advanced shit, the advanced shit, like do, yeah. do your basics, like eat your, eat your vitamins, eat your fruits and vegetables, yeah. you know, and then you'll get to eat burgers and steaks and all, but like, uh, don't try to jump the gun and, uh, any, sorry, go on. I keep on interrupting. Like, go ahead. Like, please, please, please. Yeah. Um, I think like one thing that was, um, a lot of. That, that changed the game for us. Like after we started competing, like the after my first year of training, uh, the very second year we went to compete. Like the I think you have first-hand experience that as well. The first tournament that we had was like the GFI grappling tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not very well organized, not a lot of fun. But that was yeah. like the experience into into most of the training. Yeah. Uh, but after some time, uh, I think when I kept on competing the first do you love fine craftsmanship beautiful designs and stunning leather products well look no further tiger maroon is an ode to contemporary global design fused perfectly with the finesse of expert artisanship tiger maroon is a made in india global brand with products that are handcrafted to glorious perfection They've got laptop bags, backpacks, belts, tote bags, clutches, wallets, card holders, passport holders, laptop sleeves, notebooks, keychains, mobile covers, and everything in between for both men and women. In fact, I'm using one of their wallets right now. So use the promo code LEV20 and get 20% off your order. That's L-E-V-20. That's www.tigermaroon.com. I went to indoor Asian and martial art games that happened in Ashgabad hmm. and and funnily enough the whole thing was that so like I won the nationals and then I went there to represent India now the thing is for my weight class I got selected because like at for that point of time I like I'm the best at that weight class on that right. day right right on out of the people who showed up of course and then so like I, got, I get selected I am now competing and now I go out there. One thing that I did, like, because we are mostly used to seeing IBJF tournaments and other tournaments, there is a belt system. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. But when you go up there in those tournaments, there is no belt system. It's the right. best guy from that country on that weight class against right. someone else. And then when I went to that tournament, the first guy I was competing against, I had no clue who he was. Like, I went toe to toe and at that time, I had like no, that was like my first international tournament. I went in, did my thing, got beat like 2-0 and like I was like frustrated and destroyed. And the guy in, like in the end was just trying to hold on and stall and my thing was like, I just want to try and attack, attack, attack. Right, right. But like I, I did not have like a good strategy for the match. Right. And uh, so the match gets done and we get off. After a while, like I talked to the guy, like he said, like we talked to like, a good match and everything. Backside we talked. 
I get to like the exchange like Insta handles. I see on his Insta handle like first thing brown belt. Like like I was I was I think like I had just gotten my blue at that time. I think I was in, like maybe like one week before that I got my blue, right. and then on the top brown belt. Next IBJJF world champion brown belt, <laughs> and then good luck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I I see that guy go against someone else, do really well. and then he goes in another match and gets destroyed and the mm. other guy who destroyed him was like a black belt and like a black belt world champion and then right. i'm like okay so the the first thing for me was okay one number one there are levels to this <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> yeah and then the second thing was that the that the, the belt that you hold like doesn't really matter But like that was like my first international tournament. I competed against the guy without knowing what, what his belt, belt was. is. Yeah, it's just another yeah. human being trying to choke the hell yeah, out of you. Yeah, trying to choke you out. So yeah. I think that was one of the most eye-opening experience or the best experiences for me. Because like, had I known that the guy was a brown belt or like the guy had some prior experience compared to me, that would for sure probably affected me mentally. Of course. But I went in there. um being confident in just my skills and like just my skills against your skills like um we had a coach ivan who used to come uh, yeah to, uh, to ivan tomasetti yeah ivan tomasetti uh, for the people who don't know he is a uh, judoka right. from it was an olympic level judoka and yeah. a multi time ibjf champion as well yes. at i think brown belt and purple yeah. yeah and so like what he said is the belt only covers 2 inches of your ass Rest, rest, rest. You need to cover. Rest, you need to cover with your technique. Yeah. Right? It will only save two inches of your ass. So Absolutely. The whole thing for me after that day was like the color of the belt. Yes, it 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 looks good. It it feels good when you're standing uh, next to someone who's new. But as soon as you clap hands and go at it, it's just your skill versus the other person's skill. The 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 belt probably won't matter at that time so i think that was a really good experience cause that like opened our eyes also that one there are levels to this number two that the belt that is around your waist the color of it won't really matter and third thing for us like a good positive feedback that in india where we you don't have black belts staying full time to teach all of us Like all the gyms, like we have Warriors Cove here, we have IJJ Down South, we have Constant Fight Club here. Whatever we are doing, just by our own, we are still on the right track. We might be like comparatively slow compared to most of the other places, cause like they have someone to give a positive feedback to the, to them. We yeah. have to do our own trial and error and research, but we are all on the right track. Yeah, I mean so like those, any any higher belt, I think who's ever come here uh, that you guys have had like a bunch have come. Uh, we've had a few guys yeah. come through, um, and so has IJJ like Robert Deagle and yeah. all. Um, yeah. They all say the same thing that you guys are doing the right thing. You guys are all like you know on the right track. Just keep training, keep yeah. drilling, listen to your coaches, and um, you know this is legit. Like, um, oh yeah. So yeah, man. It, uh, it you're right. It's just it's in its infancy, the sport in the yeah. country. It's what maybe yeah. realistically speaking, ten years old. Like I I I I wouldn't want to say it's any older than ten years old in India. Like, um, like legit training that people have been getting, 
and I think like, yeah, definitely yeah. ten. I don't want to go beyond that. I feel like that that's a disservice to the work like uh, our coaches and all have put in so far. Um, speaking of now, let's take this conversation towards leverage. Um, how is your preparation going for the tournament, sir? Oh, um, it's going really good right now. But I'm in the like, I think like we discussed. Like I had my last tournament at last year's ADCC. Mm-hmm. Then I did like a small. uh tournament in january but like i did that tournament i, I had i had traveled to bhutan for some time to to like the, just for some work and get get the zen and and get nice. get, get, get some peace find some peace right and then then after that we came back and then i was busy helping with the adcc the indian indian nationals so at that time i was like totally out of the competitive zone like you can say like whether it was a peaceful peaceful time spent in bhutan that, that took away the the fighting as a fighting spirit out of me or right. or the time right uh, but yeah I'm, i'm slowly steadily getting back at it um uh, the body is getting back into shape slowly the the desi diet the desi ghee diet that i'm used to, i'm like a i'm a traditional desi kid from haryana only so uh, like my diet like is not like super hardcore or anything like lot of g in anything right. and that did not change <laughs> with lockdown with zero workout so that's good like <laughs> you got under 75 kilo category eat all the ghee you can for the next 6 weeks there's yeah. some big big boys coming into this thing yeah. um, that that that's the first thing that okay maybe, maybe like this is a good chance to, to bulk <laughs> up <laughs> and uh, what precautions are you taking as a competitor um, there's obviously a lot of things to consider Uh, yeah. Uh, first thing would be like the the rule set that like I haven't competed in a sub only rule set. Like I try to go for submissions throughout the match, but that thing usually is in the back of someone's head that okay, you try to score points. You, people have different strategies at those points of time, and they give different reactions. Right. And like this will be my first experience as well in a sub only tournament. So let's see how it goes. probably won't be a lot of changes in my game i'll be still trying to like i'm always trying to go for a sub so the game will be pretty similar for me in that case my only thing would be like the last adcc when i competed at the adcc and maybe some other tournaments i was getting into tournaments with some injury every single time probably the only precaution i would try to take this time is not enter those tournaments like with an injury and that, not that is not thing. roll with white belts on your way there Oh yeah. Just, <laughs> well, I, just I don't took a knee to the face. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, every like the other day we had Saturday class. I was rolling with uh, a few people. I don't obviously yeah. remember everyone's names, yeah. and yeah. I do all I remember is getting an elbow to the face, a knee to yeah. the teeth, uh, another you know foot heel to the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh, yeah. so especially in the gi like there's a lot more guys can pull you move and shit so yeah. um but um, what are you working yeah. on specifically for the tournament right now like what have you started with uh, at the moment so like first thing is like getting the body back into like the competition zone like first thing is like getting the getting back in the mentally mental zone of the tournament that right now i'm mostly Because like we had the new center coming coming up again, so like before I could get to the competition zone, I was put into the zone of teaching. Right. We had of like five beginners coming in. Most of the time was spent like making sure to help them out. 
but apart mm-hmm. from that the first thing i'm focusing on right now is like getting the mindset of the tournament of of competing as a competitor like and not trying to shift slowly from the as a teacher or someone who's helping out coach in teaching the rest of the crew first thing i am focusing on right now is like getting myself in the zone of a competitor and like if you are just like rolling in the class you're just chilling out you're letting the wide letting a beginner roll you're letting them get to mount you're letting them get to side control or you're letting them get to position probably probably it won't be a good idea to do that against any of the guy that i'll be competing against so so first thing i'm trying to do is that right now and and get get in the zone of a competitor first and yeah, so that, that, uh, how's your okay. how, how's your rolling cardio at the moment um i won't say it's what it used to be <laughs> i i up like maybe 6 7 kgs of extra fat or muscle muscle <laughs> man, muscle call. we call it muscle yeah. it's not fat <laughs> yeah um, so that, that so, definitely goes down but i think i think i'll i'll be there by the event the tournament Yeah so that that was my next question uh, is that like what will if you can tell me anything like what will the camp look like um, over the next few weeks like how do you plan to ramp it up like wh- what do you plan to do uh, mostly the intensity of the roles may be like right now i try to like keep it slow and chilled and trying to go slow and easy and maybe like close to the next couple of weeks the intensity will definitely go up Sure. and maybe around the end of maybe in the last two three days i'll try to like um bring it back uh, down back down yeah. to make sure that we don't get injured right next to the tournament mm-hmm. apart from that i think i <laughs> only thing i'll try to focus on more is is making sure right now the time when you start to like bleed or like sweat sweat as much as you can so that you don't bleed in the tournament so i'll try to like sweat out as much as i can in the coming weeks and then plateau it down in the last week maybe apart from that i think i let coach take care of the technical stuff like i he decides whatever i'm supposed to do okay, he says i'm doing guard pass today i'm doing guard pass he says i'm doing back i'm doing back he right. says i'm staying i'm stalling i'm stalling he says i'm <laughs> trying to push through push got to move yeah yeah you got to you got to move so like i i let him do most of the directing uh, traffic and i just like let the body move nice yeah, I, i'm i'm like it's dumb you there he is the one who's pulling those things and, and uh, so so give me an example of what's a day like for you nowadays so uh, for me uh, it's you i'm not a early riser <laughs> in the day right uh, most people are can like wake up early in the morning bright and shining i usually wake up around maybe 10 then have the regular meal do stretching in the morning watch a lot of videos and by that time it's either lunch time or the evening tea time and after the evening tea i had to get to the training to train <clears throat> then a regular session of uh hard warm ups hard rolls and try to not forget to stretch and then head back <laughs> home so yeah. that you not so Day. tell me and about it man it's, it's then, so important then, yeah <laughs> and it's I'll, the I'll, easiest I'll, thing to forget oh yeah <laughs> i try to do like train sometimes twice a day but like i think for my body it doesn't really go that well 
I train once maybe and then get everything from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people try to divide the training into different zones that you do light training at one time, then you do technical stuff and then something else. I just try to finish the whole thing, like full <laughs> rush through it. <laughs> <laughs> Suffer for four hours and then go and rest. Exactly. Like, <laughs> uh, another issue is like travel also. So I want to like head back home uh, like after every session. And in the middle, I was trying to go to Noida as well to train. Oh, damn. Because like, yeah. opened up. Yeah, yeah Noida opened up first, right? Yeah, oh, Noida opened up first. So I thought that I had to go to Noida. But, I mean, two hours travel to do a one-hour session and then two hours travel back. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's not feasible. So, yeah. specifically for strength and conditioning though, do you just uh, do the patented cross-train warm-ups or do you do anything else uh, additional? I haven't done anything. Like I think that is something that I have never like tried to play around with i thought i'll try to do that in the lockdown but didn't really go that way and like i have never done strength and conditioning ever like like i said and and one thing that reinforced it more for me in the beginning was watching marcelo so like i heard him in a lot of his, his interviews he's like um strength and conditioning doesn't doesn't help doesn't help, help him so like he's the top guy i'll do what he's doing so <laughs> they go all out in the training and like that's what I try to do most of the time hmm. and I have never tried to dabble a lot with uh, weights or like separate strength and conditioning I just try to make sure that I push really hard when like we are doing the regular warm-ups or the rolling like I try to make sure I don't slack in those so I try to make sure that if I'm not doing strength and conditioning separately whatever I'm doing in the rolls or in the warm-ups I try to make sure that I do my best Nice, nice. Yeah, there's that's the sort of um, Henry on Gracie uh, yeah. Yeah. philosophy also that you want to get good at jujitsu, do jujitsu. You want to get good at yeah. lifting weights, go lift weights. So, that, but that's interesting, man. Everyone has like a slightly different approach. Like different, yeah, I've seen a lot of people who say that they need to lift also that helps you. But like I haven't tried it maybe till now. Maybe after I try it, and if it helps with my training, I'll try to continue doing it. But till now, I haven't really tried any of it. So, like, I can't even comment on it properly. But, like, I mean, yeah. Like, one of the only forward. reasons I would recommend lifting uh, to anybody and is just, like, if you if you get injured, like, it's definitely yeah. a good idea to do rehab and then, you know, up the rehab in that sense. Like, yeah. so that the isolated stuff can, you know, yeah. be okay when you do have to use it. Uh, otherwise injuries will not heal by doing jujitsu like that. Let's, let's be clear on this. If you're injured, you have to rehab it. It will not, uh, heal itself by doing jujitsu. Um, so that would be the only proponent for lifting. I would say, otherwise I hate it. I'll I'll probably learn that maybe in a couple more years, like four, maybe three, four years till now haven't taught me enough. Maybe maybe (laughs) another year. And then maybe someone or like either coach or like I'll be able to so knock some sense. You're still not 30, I am assuming. Um, yeah. So yes. let's let's talk when you get then. We'll have you on for another episode. We'll we'll see how you're doing at 30. Um, so I, I uh, your first opponent for this tournament is Devojit. 
Um, yeah. You got a good look at him, I would think, at the ADCC tw- uh, India Twenty Twenty. I mean, like, like no disrespect to like any of the opponent, but like no uh, to any of the competitors at the this year's ADCC, I really did not get any time. <laughs> I was around cornering people from left, right to center. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, do you know I, anything about Debo though? Um, not really. Apart from the fact that I've heard that he's a really technical guy. Mm-hmm. And he has a really good technique. Apart from that, like I did not even get a chance to like watch any of the videos of anyone right now. Um, because like, I I really wanted to like watch the matches live of the people that are around my weight class at ADCC, yeah. and I was like standing there next to the mats, hoping that I'll you watch some of the matches my weight class. And right as soon as their matches get announced, someone is pulling me left and right. Okay, my match is starting at the same time. So you got a here. corner, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I did not get any chance to watch anyone's match at the time. But like the only thing, the one thing I have heard or that I know at least I think is like he's really technical. Um, that's the only thing I know right now. That's I think when we get to clap Square and off. bump and maybe we'll all find we'll, out. Yeah. Okay. So after that, let's say um, you get by him. Your next match possibly could be with. Uh, Prashant Kota or Aman from Warriors Cove. Um, um, any thoughts on either I, of these guys? Anything you've seen of them, know of them? Um, like all the best to both of them. But like right now, I'm not thinking of anyone ahead of Debojit right now. Um, mm-hmm. If I get through him, like uh, what my motivation right now is every match is 25k. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, that's that that's a good way to look at it, man. I don't think I have looked at it that way either. That is a hell of a way to look at uh, at this tournament, and I am going to market the um, yeah. <laughs> hell out of that phrase. Thank you so yeah. much. That is amazing. Um, I was just looking at the big picture, grand prize, grand prize, grand prize. But yeah. like, if you break it down, one match at a time, shit, it's not bad. But the only yeah. condition is you have to win every single one of them. Yeah, it would be a it would be a perfect world, and uh, hopefully, we'll make this also happen where. You win a match, 25k is yours. Boom. Going out yeah, celebrating yeah. with the boys. I've made my money. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, someday, man. Someday. Like, we all got to work yeah. together for that. So, uh, I think we'll be able to get to that someday. Like, what, what you guys started with leverage this time and the way you, all of you are advertising it and the way you're promoting it. And it's like really, really impressive. I think, and that is, uh, I think, um, that will be like a milestone and like a, that like skyrocket how like Jiu-Jitsu tournaments are or submission grappling tournaments are done. And like the way you have like incorporated like that one lakh prize money into this, you're doing a lot of, uh, I think there's a lot of fights in the undercard as well. Yeah, there's three fights in the undercard where we are having okay. like completely different styles of fights. So we're having one under 19s or under 20s guys competing. Okay. We're having one girls match and one above like 80 kilos, 85 kilos, something like that. So just a different flavor of, you know, jujitsu in different categories. So, um, you know, who knows next time what all we'll be able to do, but it has to start somewhere. And like, you guys are a big reason for that, man. Like all the competitors. So, um, I think the way you're doing the whole, uh, leverage tournament this time, I think that card is stacked. 
the card, card is, is so sa- stacked man i am because so for instance like you have you in 2019 you matched up against uh, chetanya gavali uh, yeah. who yeah. is also on your side of the bracket and and quite possibly you could meet him in one of the quarters or whatever yeah. or, or yeah. you might meet punya jeet who is another yeah. teammate of yours um so you got the win on chetanya last yeah. time by points um uh, yeah. Yeah. right and and so how was your sorry um but like that time i won by point this time there are no points so <laughs> that's so that's what i'm asking so like you you faced him and of course you have trained with punya jeet like hundreds yeah. of times um yeah, yeah. what happens uh, now i can even ask you this and you'll have to give me some real answer with what happens when you do uh, if for example meet one of them how do you see each of those going so one with chetanya uh, if he makes it and one with Pun- punya if he makes it i mean 25k they they both got to go down <laughs> they both, both of them got to go down that time i uh, i don't think i'll i'm gonna be going easy on any of them i am gonna finish both of them <laughs> in within time so that i have some conditioning left to go to the last round also after that so i'm thinking 25k straight so away what I would you do different with chetanya that you didn't do to get the finish last time like i saw you jump on a nice guillotine as well yeah. and yeah. W- was yeah. that time expiry then or uh, what was or did he get it, out and i did not even realize about the time at that time i was just going at it like i was like i want to get a finish right there i think so the matches were i think 6 minutes so i had a few i think this time the time duration is longer than 6 minutes Ten. so so If I get another guillotine at six minutes, <laughs> you better believe I'm going to squeeze it for the next four minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put him out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Exactly. And uh, what about with Punya Jeet? Like, how competitive are your roles um, that you can tell me of, uh, and how how are so, your chances? You would say percentage wise um, against him. So Punya has like um, really good wrestling, and like oh, he's like super athletic as well. And we saw that in the um, Mayank fight. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. And yeah, for sure. And then uh, one really good thing about him is that he learned things really fast. I think he joined the team one and a half years after I started. And then roles that we have are like super competitive. Yeah. And then, so even after having like one and a half years of um, head start on him, I I am like pushed to the very end, like toe to toe against him. But nice. the point is like if we think of it in a different manner 25k he's, at, he's going like, down yeah he's going down <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like MMA right in grappler territory so good shit good shit um okay yeah. so now that we've spoken about your path to the final where you might end up yeah. meeting rachit who is also one of the favorites yeah. to win um yeah. I, i'm assuming nothing changes he's going down as well yeah, he same thing same thing like uh I like him a lot. He was—he's like one of—he's like my my main training partners. But, well. Do you know? So <laughs> you do you know? Like, do you have everybody's kryptonite? Is my question. In theory, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. In theory, yes. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Any any. Uh, so we spoke about this a little earlier about rule yeah. set and strategy. What is your strategy? uh in the sub only format because it's 10 minutes and then yeah. there's uh, three rounds of the overtime as you know in the overtime you start on the back or you start up in the spider web um yeah. 
so what's your strategy uh like overall let's say you get by um okay Devoji, just tell me about yeah yeah, yeah in in devo's match like what will you be looking for um my like i if you ask me like in i in an ideal world like get submission in 5 minutes every in every single match so that in the back of the head you're not feeling that okay this was a long hard stretch match maybe good for the highlight but not, maybe not good for my cardio yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah so my thing like i think um if you remember if you know uh, robert whitaker who's like the ufc guy yeah. uh, ufc former ufc champion of so uh, you ask him the same thing that um, uh, how how do you see like your match is going i mean what people want to see is like a hard fought full oh, full 15 minutes of full 25 minutes match what, what the what any athlete wants is like a quick finish and on to the next one yeah, quick finish it, and on bigger says like i hope he fucking broke his leg with the first kick like i threw i'm, I'm i hope he goes out like he just slips yeah. on a peel coming into the stage bus his head like i got to buy i'm going to the next one yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's what i'm expecting like someone someone is <laughs> No, no, man. No, that's not going to happen to anybody. I'm the uh, head of operations, guys. You will be safe. <laughs> uh, please do sign the waiver, though. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so, okay. like, what, what my be in every match would be like try to get the sub as early as possible. Because like one thing is that uh, that gives you enough energy and enough confidence for the next round, mm-hmm. and then I mean makes a damn good head, damn good highlight. Yeah, you want to be on the highlight reel for when um, the next one shows up. Exactly. That's that's yeah. uh, any keys to victory for anyone listening. So forget about like the tournament in general, but like um, jujitsu, uh, life, whatever. What are some? Give um, me yours. So uh, if you ask me, two like, two crucial things. Uh, one is your consistency, right? no matter how athletic you are in the beginning or how shitty you are in the beginning um down the lane after probably 6 months or a year of training won't matter that much um so the key is consistency if you ask me like i've trained uh, and i still train people who are like super athletic and this and that but if you stop training when you and feel that okay i've learned enough in within 6 months or like there are people who think that okay i've done this jiu-jitsu stuff for 6 months and i know everything in 7th month you come in you're going to get destroyed by someone who's like uh, semi athletic maybe Only much older than you for a little while yeah. but has been there the last 6 months exactly so mm-hmm. so one thing would be like consistency no matter if you get beat up by someone or not um always think of the whole thing as not trying to win every single day because um if like i'm not someone who's super big so i have no choice like i can't dominate every single person that i roll yeah, with i can relate uh, to that yeah so uh, if you are like someone who's like 80 kilos 90 kilos you can keep on just uh, stalling it out and sitting on top of someone and you can do that for like next 5 years yeah. and you'll not learn, learn anything yeah so and same goes for the person who's like stuck at the bottom you can spend just surviving for next 4 years same do the same thing in every single role and the only thing i would say is just try to learn something new in the role like after the end of the after end of every day 
you should be able to like ask yourself a question that okay, did I learn something new? Maybe the day went really well. Like, like you went with everyone and you destroyed everyone. Right? You went with everyone and you destroyed everyone. But mm. at the end of the day, did you did you learn anything? Mm. If not, then it wasn't a great session. Cause like you can have you can destroy everyone in every single role for next four weeks, month, or a year. Even if you do that and you destroy everyone. And you and you did not learn anything. Was wasn't really much of a use. So right. wh- number one would be uh, consistent, and second would be like a good team and a coach. Because mm-hmm. because uh, you can have um, like all the athletics, all the right mindset, and everything in you, but if you don't have a team and a coach to point in the right direction. I mean, you you are mindlessly moving around through the uh, sailing through the ocean without any sense of direction. So mm-hmm. your consistency is your ability to go through. Your imagine this like you're in the deep ocean, right? You're in the cent- in the middle of the ocean, and then your consistency is how far you can go. Mm-hmm. Your team and coach is which direction you should go. Nice. So. I like so, that. So that is how I try to like convey it to people sometimes. That's so interesting. I think if you want to do like really well, I think that good team and coach will point you in the right direction, help you prevent from having um, bad uh, habits in the process, and like your consistency will help you to see how far you go. And yeah. there's this saying, I, right? If you if you want to go if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. um yeah also uh, how, what what is the uh, scenario of the like the undergarts like uh, are there like uh, girls competing in the tournament as well? i think you are looking for a competent opponent for uh, i think uh, we're looking we were looking for an opponent for meril and we have found okay. one in akshita khatare from um oh. bombay she's uh Vicky Kare's student. Okay. Okay. So she will be coming down from Bombay to compete in this one. All right. So I was like hoping that like after some time, like maybe after one or two seasons, we'll have like a female. Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. We we were, well. we were hoping to uh, have more fights on this one, but it's just logistically, uh, it'll yeah. be a lot of fights to do in one day, and you yeah. can always tell me. uh just yeah. the fuck up about that you had to do <laughs> goddamn hundreds in a day uh <laughs> so it seemed um, yeah. but but we wanted to like n- not overkill ourselves and make sure that yeah. the main event gets enough of our attention and not you know uh, anything else so this will all the undercards are showcase and hopefully in maybe the six uh, uh sorry in the next one year or so or two years there will be a separate competition for the women separate for above 75 separate for heavyweights and yeah. you know build build leagues build a format like that not just then necessarily a one off tournament and also then the advantage of doing it this way is also maybe in the future we have genuinely guys competing for like 30 gs for one match that's it it's a it's yeah. just one match you show up yep. you bill it so, like that you know like A versus B, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's all open, man. Like we haven't done any of the things that they're doing in the West. Um, yeah. So who knows? Because the market is also a little bit different. Like we have, 
we don't have lot of sponsors who are like dying to be a part of <laughs> yeah none <laughs> practically running away from us uh, yeah but so we know that yeah the image has to change yeah, of the sport like guys have to be treated as professionals we all have to act as professionals be considered professionals um and all of that has to happen with everybody involved it cannot be done in isolation um so yeah. this brings me to my final few questions um where do you see yourself in 5 years tarun um black belt world champion sounds good yeah <laughs> 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 maybe that yeah i think so that that's good man that's uh, any other anything else along with that um i think um maybe at a situation where that i can like financially um keep doing jiu-jitsu till my satisfaction like cause like all of us know that no one none of us are making like lakhs and lakhs fucking <laughs> 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 spending money just healing my injuries bro Going yeah. to physio, spending fucking thousands of rupees at physiotherapy yeah. is fucking nuts. Yeah, I think I, I think I think that's what I want. That five years down the lane, if I'm injured, I'm not worried about the bills. I think that's what I would want. Like after five years down the lane, I keep training jiu-jitsu and I don't have to worry about the bills afterwards. I think I think that's that is what I would want. That's that's a good goal to have. Those are easily yeah. achievable if you are consistent. Yeah. um any closing thoughts you have for us um like i really wish to like uh wish the best of luck to the whole leverage team who's putting together this awesome event like, like i really appreciate uh, that you guys like uh thought that i was also uh, good enough to be a part of the whole card and i'm really honored to to compete at the at this event and um irrespective of what happens um i'll i'll win but apart from all of that i i i i hope i uh, hope the whole event also also goes like really it, it ends up being a really it ends up being a massive success for all of you as well and like for every single person who's competing at the event also i think like that's what i hope for and to all of our regular listeners you have warrior scope to train in you have cross and fight club to train in really awesome places to train if you're in delhi or ncr region the only two places to train jiu jitsu if yeah. you are in uh, this area but yeah. who knows man because of this other places will show up other people will start jiu jitsu programs and yeah. uh, even better for us <laughs> exactly seminar so the more time. the yes seminar time. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> awesome um tarun thank you so much for coming on man i really appreciate uh, speaking with you thanks for sharing with us and best of luck for training camp and uh, we hope to see you very soon at the competition man stay healthy stay thank safe thank you take care Post. thank you so much for having me